and we are back. Welcome to the Craft Beer Talk Show. I'm your host, Matt Sausch. For those of you who are listening for the very first time, welcome. And for those of you who have been anxiously waiting for this episode to air, then welcome back. First things first, the obvious one. I've been gone for a very long time. Um, I think a while back, uh, in many, several different episodes, I probably mentioned that there was uh, big news down the line, um, and not once did I mention uh, what that was. I literally left you guys on a cliff, hanging off the edge with zero intention of ever helping you up, but I've come back. Uh, I'm now stretching out my hand and offering you that piece of news which uh, I actually already kind of spoiled on my Instagram. So if you've seen that, then you probably already know where I'm going with this. Um, I have moved to Halifax, Nova Scotia. Um, And so that means the show is arguably moving to to Nova Scotia. Uh, Since I'm the show, the show is me and uh, we are here. They don't have um, a very large selection of Ontario beers here. So to keep up with that, that might be uh, a little bit difficult right so what does this all mean this means obviously the show is going to be featuring um, a lot more uh, Nova Scotian beers uh, but this is exciting for me and I honestly believe as a listener uh, it's very exciting for you too if you're from Ontario you now get to experience uh, a different part of Canada's craft beer world and uh, if you were an East Coast listener before uh, you now are my hometown crowd so for everyone else on the outside Well, nothing changes for you, so just stick along uh, for the ride, but uh, this is definitely a very exciting change, and I'm sorry it took so long. Uh, I've been here for about a a month and a half now, and honestly, I I love it out here. Uh, Everywhere you go has this distinct charm and beauty to it. Uh, I really understand why people fall in love with the East Coast, and if you never visited the East Coast, I, I highly recommend that you do. I promise you it's worth it. Um, Now with it uh, being a smaller province, obviously there's a lot less ground to cover in terms of of breweries. There are only 48 breweries in Nova Scotia compared to 269 some odd breweries in Ontario. So that's uh, that's obviously a major uh, difference. Um, But I like it because... It's a feat that seems a lot more achievable, Um, whereas in Ontario, it's growing here too, but it seems as though there's a a new brewery that opens up every weekend, Uh, whereas here, a little bit of a smaller craft beer community, but uh, trust me, they they care just as much and uh, they they support each other, uh, maybe even more so in Ontario. But the one thing I have noticed here, and it's just a simple observation, uh, a first impression, so to speak is that compared to Ontario, beer is fairly expensive here. Honestly, I was quite shocked because a lot of people talk about the the cheaper cost of living um, in the Atlantic provinces, so I assume that would mean cheap beer as well. Uh, This clearly isn't true. Uh, I did a quick Google search to try and figure out why this is. And from what I could figure, um, it's due basically to the the lack of competition um, and that the province has higher taxes compared to, you know, the rest of the country, uh, which drives up the cost, forcing them to make beer more expensive than um, somewhere that has lower taxes, example, Ontario. Um, From what I've seen in the liquor stores and bottle shops here is that beers typically are around $4.50 
to four dollars and seventy-five cents Canadian uh, per can. That's a tall boy uh, on average. Whereas Ontario, I'd say it's probably around three twenty-five to three fifty. You, of course, you do see those four-dollar beers, but that's definitely rare. And those four-dollar beers are honestly like five, six-dollar beers here. So that's a, a massive, massive difference. Um, but on the flip side. I've been to a few local restaurants um, where the draft pints were honestly not far off in terms of price from buying beer in the store, which is which is amazing, right? There's a lot of local love here, and from what little experience I have with the restaurants, um, it seems as though they love to push those those local beers. Whereas sometimes in Ontario, right, it's so consumed by the you know the bigger companies that. When you go uh, to to a restaurant or wherever, and you look at the the rotating taps or the local taps, it almost seems like it's double the price for a, a standard pint here. Um, it's kind of like the first thing you see, and it seems as though there's always a deal on on local beers, which I absolutely love that. Um, and I can't wait to experience a lot more beers at different places. So let's move on with the episode, and let's introduce the uh, the beer, actually the brewery first. Um, And of course, this brewery, just like most of the breweries going forward for the next foreseeable future, uh, hails from Nova Scotia, uh, Dartmouth, Nova Scotia, to be exact. Uh, The brewery is called New Scotland Brewing Company. This brewery was started by Mike Gillespie, uh, Kevin Sakari, and his brother Scott Sakari. The two brothers already had and still have uh, a successful clothing company called, you guessed it, New Scotland Clothing Company. Uh, which hosts the Scottish Lion, as well as the traditional Scottish Cross of St. Andrew, which uh, together make up the flag of Nova Scotia. And they basically had this vision, right? They always thought it would be cool to see uh, that lion, because that's kind of the main focal point of their brand, on top of a tap, pouring out their very own beer. So they teamed up with Mike Gillespie, who's uh, an accomplished brewer. He's been brewing with his family since a young age. Not sure if he was drinking it back then, but he was definitely learning how to brew it. Um, and, and they made this all come true. The other thing that I thought was actually quite interesting, and I had just learned this the other day, was that in Latin, Nova Scotia actually translates to New Scotland, which is amazing. Obviously, you know, for the brand, and I'm sure they already knew that. But uh, I learned this while, while listening to Historia Canadiana, uh, a podcast connecting Canadian history and Canadian literature. But in my mind, it's a lot more than that. You learn a lot of interesting things. So go check out uh, Patrick's show. Um, it's available anywhere that you listen to your podcast. So the, the one the where you're listening to the, this podcast right now, Historia Canadiana, is available. Um, I will put Historia Canadiana's info in the description so you can check it out immediately after. Uh, You're not going to want to miss it. I learned a lot, and I think you will too. But let's get into the beer now uh, from New Scotland Brewing. It's their Kilted IPA. It's actually a West Coast IPA, so funny enough, we're we're doing it as our first East Coast beer. Uh, It comes in at 6.3% and around 65 IBUs, but... I got all that info from Untapped, so I can't be for sure um, if it's completely accurate or not. Then again, uh, these recipes kind of always change here and there over time, right? You never really know. They might not necessarily get it 100%, right? So it might be plus 10, under 10, who knows, might even add a percentage on there uh, of ABV. So 
Let's get into this beer. Let's get it poured and let's get it ready to taste. So we've got the beer poured. Um, I have only have a few beer glasses considering I had to leave pretty much most of my belongings back home in Ontario. So uh, one of the first things I, I did when I was here, of course, was was go to the Alexander Keith's Brewery. Um, I picked up a growler there and I got this beautiful Spigolo um, Alexander Keith's IPA glass. So that's uh, that's the glass we're going to be using. You'll see it definitely on my Instagram. You've probably seen it before because I've posted uh, a lot with it considering, like I said, don't have um, at all any glasses. I only have one other glass um, and that will be part of next week's episode when we talk one of my all-time favorite beers that I've tried so far. Um, this one I haven't tried yet, so let's hope it's also one of my favorites. Um, this beer, like I said, is a West Coast IPA. Um, they say that it is a true West Coast IPA, um, which would mean, you know, obviously those bright aromas of citrus and pine as well as that bitterness that hoppiness flavor um, that west coast just love to ooze out so that's kind of what i'm going to be looking for i'm not too sure if this is actually um, the flagship or not the other one i had was called uh, saint andrew's cross and that was an extra pale ale and between that one and the kilted ipa here they're the most popular that I've seen throughout the uh, Nova Nova Scotia liquor stores and uh, the bottle shops. So I'm not entirely sure if this is kind of like their their main beer or if St. Andrew's Cross is. Um, I have had that St. Andrew's Cross, like I mentioned. It was uh, excellent. So uh, I kind of hold New Scotland Brewing Company to a high standard uh, since having that one. So let's give this a whirl. Uh, I'm going to give it a smell and hopefully we can smell those bright aromas. Definitely, definitely, and, and that's a good thing about the Spiegelow glass, right? They do such a good job at chambering all those aromas, and I can I can get it right away before I even put my nose fully in the glass um, without getting too much uh, foam on it, obviously. Those citrusy, piney aromas, you can tell that the beer is just, you know, packing a little bitter punch to it, which uh, I'm really excited to, to get into. Um, I also love kind of all all of the names you know i i'm a big sucker for when you name a beer kind of representing something for example you know the saint andrew's cross i i i love a beer that's named after that this one's called kilted iba so that's a homage to of course kilts new scotland makes perfect sense um so yeah aromas for me check mark let's give it a taste and uh that's that's the real that's the real deal breaker right Mm. Wow. Well, it's been a while since uh, I've done one of these tastings on the mic and uh, got to make those mm and ah sounds. But uh, first things first, the bitterness is there. Um, I think that there's this kind of like lingering orange peel kind of flavor that I get towards the end um, of the sip. So it kind of sits at the back of your palate and in the back of your throat and, and personally uh, I love when a beer uh, has that lingering power because you taste a beer, you get whatever you get when when you first goes down. But for me, I like to kind of sit and stew about it. You know, I don't know if you guys are like me when you you go to a um, a brewery or maybe you pick up a bunch of beers and you sit there, you take your sip, but 
you don't you you have to digest it right you have to sit back you think about it like you're pondering life and um, that that's just what I like to do and that's kind of my style of tasting but uh, for me that's another check mark I love when a beer can kind of almost give you something to remember it by right and and that's only the first sip so I think that this beer would is definitely a very enjoyable beer um, let's give it I want to get more depth to it right and, and the beer always changes as it as it goes down so let me give it another taste. Hmm, interesting. So, I definitely really like this beer, and I think honestly, it it is a a really good tribute to uh, a West Coast IPA. It maybe is now that I've had it again. Maybe like the juiciness of citrus versus the bitterness of citrus. I think it maybe is kind of touching a little bit more on the the bitterness than the juiciness part, which is okay. Um, but I wish there was maybe a little bit more of a healthy balance. That's really the only negative thing I can say. I think the color of the beer, it's like a deep gold, um, is awesome. Almost like a bronze. Uh, I think that the head retention is, is outstanding and look, it's a beautiful drinking beer. Um, that is probably the only thing I, w- I would say about it. But for me, honestly, like I, I love that. I love uh, a good bitter beer and, and, the big thing about New Scotland Brewing Company is um, they actually talk about how their their whole MO is kind of like paying tribute to, to typical Scottish ales um, or Scottish-style beers. And I think that this kind of take on a West Coast IPA really highlights the fact that they are, you know, producing scottish style beers because that lingering bitterness it's almost like a scotch ale right you get that kind of zap um from it being uh, fermented and and stored in these these scotch barrels um i don't think that's the case for this beer but i can get that kind of idea of new scotland brewing company i'm having a west coast ipa but there is this scottish flair uh, on the beer, which I, I honestly I love, and I think that's really cool. I love all their cans, um, especially with the Scottish line. It's simple. It's it's um, with the little ribbon at the bottom of of what it says. I think I think they've done a really good job, and honestly, I love how it's paired with the clothing company because um, how they had that image of we would love to see this logo, the the Scottish line on top of a tap pouring out beer i would love to see it on a shirt which they already have um so i'll definitely be purchasing some of those um and i suggest that you should too and and if you don't want the shirts definitely check out the beer uh as far as a score goes because that's probably something i i should i should do here um it's been a while since i've given a score but i'm gonna give this this puppy a a 7.9 out of 10 so on untapped um, I probably would just round it up and give it a, a solid four, four out of five, seven point nine out of ten. Um, it's an awesome, well-rounded beer. I think that uh, it highlights everything it says it's supposed to highlight, and um, I got everything from a standard West Coast IPA um, that you should. So for me, this checks out as an awesome beer, and I can't wait to try more. I can't wait to go visit the brewery. Uh, I've had Kilted IPA at St. Andrew's Cross. I've been impressed with both so far, so that's for sure worthy of a of a check-in. Plus, there there's not too many breweries, like I mentioned before, only 48 across the whole province. It's pretty easy to get around. Um, so a 7.9, New Scotland Brewing. Go check them out. 
Now, there's a couple other things I wanted to to touch on before we wrap up this episode. I've added a few different media outlets uh, to add to the Craft Beer Talk Show. Um, as you know, uh, I am on Instagram, and I'm also posting frequently on Untapped. So I'll, those things are always pretty much in the, the descriptions uh, of each episode. But I've decided to also kind of fire up my own. It's like a website slash blog. Uh, it's nothing fancy, but it's a place where if I can't record uh, an episode, I'll be posting written works and photos so you don't miss out uh, on any of my experiences. Um, you know, because sometimes life gets busy, and I mentioned a few episodes back that I only wanted to record two a month um, just because you know, life's crazy, right? There's a lot of things going on, especially there's so much for me to uh, experience, but I also want to share those experiences with you guys. And um, I'm just trying to figure out different ways that I can um, commit to so that you guys don't necessarily uh, miss a beat. But there's not much on the website now, but I'll put a link in the description. You can go to it. uh, You can sign up for updates and I'll make sure to post on there when I can. I also started a Patreon. This is a paid subscription where you'll get uh, some behind-the-scenes content, bonus episodes, tasting lessons uh, about different styles of beer, um, and then also I'll kind of be doing um, future live events down the road. I'm not too sure when those take place. We'll see what the uh, the kind of outreach is, but uh, hopefully we can we can do some fun stuff like that. But if you don't want to do a, a committed, you know, monthly paid subscription, there's also a donation portion on my website that allows you to chip in if you want the change in your pocket. Money goes towards uh, making this show better. Uh, equipment, obviously, supply and other expenses that allow me to uh, keep going on. Um, but lastly, I've also started the infamous TikTok. Um, I'll be posting basically small video clips. They'll also probably be on my Instagram. So if you're following that, go ahead, follow both of you have TikTok, um, but they'll also be on the Instagram. So you won't miss that out. So please check out all of these uh, new media outlets. It's it's really only so I can uh, keep you know more up to date with you guys because it's been a while and I definitely uh, miss it and I miss the feedback and interacting with a lot of you. So uh, I definitely want to come back and, and come back full force. But uh, last but not least, if you wouldn't mind uh, leaving a review, you don't have to, it doesn't have to be with words or anything, but uh, you know, if you wouldn't mind leaving a five-star review on Apple, uh, I don't think Spotify really does reviews, but uh, Apple and Google, if you wouldn't mind uh, putting that down for me, that would be uh, greatly appreciated. It means more than you know, but that wraps up basically the, the comeback episode. Um, and I will have an episode next Friday as well as I will be posting on the website um, during the week. Uh, So check that out. And then I will basically all these new media outlets, they'll have something new. You can check it out, see what it's about, decide if you want to really follow it. But uh, until then, guys, cheers.